Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca, and today we're talking all about blended families. Joining me today, we have show regular Joan Kelly Walker from The Real Housewives of Toronto. Hello. She's also the creator of the Joan Kelly Walker Collection. Beautiful collection. It's available at walmart.ca. She's also a stepmom, and she has a blended family, too. I do. For a long time. Yeah, yeah. I've been married for almost 20 years, and uh, I have to say, it's been a really positive experience. Amazing. And today, we have our special guests. They are Courtney... Gideon and Julia Basden from the Picket Fence family. Not sure what that is yet, but they're going to explain it in a second. (laughs) And they're here to talk about their unique relationship as business partners. They own Marisol's, which is a shoe company. They brought us shoes today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I haven't opened the box yet. I'm sure they're lovely, though. I saw one pair. Did you? They're going to be on my feet all summer. Are they? (laughs) Are they the ones that go up high? Well, there's several different ones. I think uh, the ones that we got you don't go up quite that high. But okay, Does we it can matter? always exchange. <laughs> Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Okay, no, no exchanges. <laughs> it's free. Hey, I can't be selfish. So one of them is actually the other husband's ex-wife, and it yes, and it gets kind of complicated. But I'm going to let them explain in a minute because if I have to explain it, it's we're going to have to keep cutting and editing, and I don't want right. to do that today. All right. <laughs> Uh, today we're going to be talking about why it's important to break down society's popular belief that the ex and the new wife can't be friends, the realities of being a stepmom, as well as the challenges couples and children in blended families face, and how to overcome these challenges. So welcome everybody to the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you for coming in. So Courtney and Julia, what exactly is a picket fence family, please? Well, we we have a unique situation where we're not only now friends, but also business partners. So it's not a story you hear every single day. Um, so we thought, you know what, let's tell the world about it. Let's share our story because there's a lot of people who are living the blended family life. Um, a lot. A lot, yes. That don't get along. Exactly. And that's why today's show is so important. Right. Um, and so the, the picket fence actually just came up from our first video that we did because I, I was talking about when I grew up, I had a certain vision of my white picket fence that I was going to live. Um, and Julia said, well, you know, you can still have the picket fence. The fence is just made out of, or it's blue or it's purple or made out of barbed wire (laughs) Um, but you know it's just you know looking at your family in a a different perspective um, but it doesn't mean that it's not good and today families come in all shapes and sizes right I mean I think the traditional mother father 2.5 kids and a dog I think that's more yesterday's typical family and so we just wanted to highlight something that people are actually living and are actually experiencing and it doesn't have to be negative. It doesn't have to be approached negative and it doesn't have to be lived negatively. It's like there's a new normal today. Mm -hmm. Yes, Everything is normal. Like the purple picket fence is is normal Mm -hmm. and the white picket fence is still normal for some Mm -hmm. people. Exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about the family dynamic because I it gets quite quite confusing and it's a little confusing for Joan and I. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I can't get it right. Okay, who's who and what? And All who's right. married to who? Okay. Yes. Okay. So, so Julia, who's here right now with me today. Okay. Yes. She so talking is, right now is I'm Courtney. Courtney. And Julia is here and she's my husband's ex-wife. Okay. Okay. Yes. Julia married Mike 
who, right. there's no relation anywhere there. It's just this, you know, wonderful Mike. And well, Mike has an ex-wife, and we all get together for holidays and birthday parties. Vacations. We went on a cruise together. Yes. And, and, so, and between all of you, there's six kids, seven kids? Five. Five. Five kids. Yes. Five. And so all the I, kids? Yeah. All the kids get along. All, well, they get along like... You know, kids get along. They love each other. They hate each other. Yeah. The typical thing. But the most important thing for us when we first started this entire thing, and that was when my husband and I first split, from day one, we said, no matter what happens, we're going to try and make this still a family, even though it is now a little bit more, there's a little bit more family Mm -hmm. on the outskirts, but we were always going to try and stay as connected as possible. So the people we were with would have to be part of that and they'd have to accept that. So Courtney, being my ex-husband's new wife, knows coming into the whole thing that she's got to get along with me, she's got to get along with now my husband and so on and And so forth. I'm sorry, but that's just not the norm nowadays. (laughs) It's just not. So what conversation, Courtney, did your husband have with you? Um, <laughs> it wasn't necessary. Well, it was more than one conversation, but um, it she was- says you're gonna have to like my ex-wife no matter what, or we're done. <laughs> Pretty much, because usually you have to like the mother. Or the mother has to like you or something, but not. Well, you I have mean, to the get first along with thing, the ex-wife. The first thing was, you know, I'm going to be raising her children, right? So we needed to meet because that's important for the mother of the kids to to meet the new person in the kids' lives and things like that. Um. But it's not to say that I didn't struggle with it in the beginning because I didn't come from a divorce or I didn't have kids or anything like that. Um, so it was a, a lot of new. So how do you divide the kids? Is it like 50-50? We have, we have a very good arrangement. We live about five minutes apart from each other. So we're the Even. same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're in the same subdivision so the kids can get on their bikes same and school. go over. Yeah. Well, the kids all go to different schools, but that's just because one sounds like polygamy school. a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Legal polygamy. <laughs> yeah, we found our way around it, right? Um, yeah, no, we live uh, very close to each other. The kids come and go. We don't have um, any sort of legal contract that says they're with you this day, they're with you, you know, this day. It's all 50-50. It's always been 50-50, even when we were struggling with each other, because in divorce, no matter how amicable you try and make it, there's animosity at the beginning. But from day one, we always said, okay, it's going to be 50-50. And it comes down to even sometimes when the kids are with me, for example, and they really miss their dad, I'll be like, here you go, give them a call go over there, maybe you want to spend the night over there. Like, we never keep the kids from the other spouse ever. Mm. Um, It's always been like that. It will continue to be like that. And that gives the kids a lot of peace of mind, too. Um, There was a time where my daughter called and she was, Mom, I miss you. Can you come and tuck me in? So... So Julia came over to my house and was upstairs putting Chloe to bed. Um, and That's I can, amazing, though. And in the beginning, though, I wouldn't have liked that at all. You know, that was... Well, but, when did you come to terms with it? Well, it was developing a relationship with Julia. Um, and realizing that she wasn't a threat anymore. Exactly. And just, like, getting to know her as her, as a person, versus the title of my husband's ex. Um, that changed things for us. But it was a process. It happened over time, for sure. We need to take a break. We're talking about blended families here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta 
from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the dating and relationship show. I'm Laura Bellotta. Sitting in with me today is Joan Kelly Walker from the Real Housewives of Toronto. She also is the face behind the Joan Kelly Walker collection. That's right. And Courtney and Julia, business partners, both in blended families. They're here. One is married to the other's ex. They're here to talk about how they make their family dynamic work. We're talking about blended families. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. Before the break, we were talking about how you guys first met and and how you you know it all came about that you guys developed this great friendship that uh you have today and julia mm-hmm. continue because you were saying something on the break that i thought everybody should hear yeah well i mean i was saying i would hate for people to take away that this was instant friendship and you know we all had one big kumbaya hug and you know away we kumbaya went and bought hug. the house next door kumbaya. <laughs> i haven't heard that in a while <laughs> yeah well it certainly wasn't like that and certainly at the beginning when we were going through the divorce we had all the same issues everybody else does and you have all the same animosities and the same you know deep-seated feelings but what this took was a lot of conscious effort it took effort to be kind it took effort to be good it took effort to be um, open with my children you know when you have kids you feel a certain amount of protection and you feel a certain amount of you know the mother bear thing you don't want them to come running to another woman and that it took a lot for me to also step back and see that this was good for them if they were running to her and they liked her that means she was good to them behind closed doors. And that took a lot of effort to then say, okay, then she must be a good person. I need to get to know her on a different level. But that's not easy to do. That means putting a lot of your stuff down. And in the first couple of years, um, putting your stuff down when you're going through a divorce, let me tell you, that's one of the hardest things I ever had to do, wow. for sure. Well, you have to earn trust. Absolutely. And that's what you need in a situation like this. So yeah. trust takes time, no matter how you mm-hmm. do it. And there must have been moments when you were like, I don't know, how can I trust? Like, that's the crux of it. How do you get over that hurdle? You know, there's, there's two, I think there's two sides to that. There's the trust issue that you want her to be good to your children. And therefore, you say things like, if they're good to my kids, that's really all I want. But then you have this aspect of, well, I don't really want her to be that good to the kids because I want the kids to still love me more. But at the end more. of the day, they're going to love you more. You're their mother. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're good to them, they're always going to love you more. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and absolutely. And I think that's what we need to know is that none of this is taken away from the fact that you are the biological parent. And if you're a good biological parent, you're always going to have these kids love. You're always going to have them in your life. And she shouldn't be a threat. She should be an addition. She should be an ally. And that's what I came to realize is that Courtney is actually kind of like a bonus person in their life. She's somebody that they also love and they can also go to. And she can be my ally. It's so much easier to call her up and say, can you, you know, help me with this? Can you help me with, you know, so-and-so's birthday party? As opposed to just saying, no, this is my time. You can't call dad. You can't go over to dad's house. So... So, Courtney, do they call you mom? No. No. Nope, it's Courtney. And, Joan, you have a similar situation. Mm-hmm. Not quite so close, I don't think, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. You're in a blended family. Well, What's your situation like? When I like? met my husband, he, the kids were like three and 
three and five. So they were quite small, and I didn't have any kids at the time. So when I married him, I really was very careful not to step on any toes. And his ex-wife was very generous. And the first time I met her, she put her arm around me and said, so what do you want to know about Dawn? Like she was just, you know, they were divorcing. They were going through it. They were trying to do what was right for the kids. And I think they did it as well as anybody possibly could. And she set she set the tone in a really nice way of kindness. And I Did knew she say that- anything bad about Dawn? No, she, you know, I didn't ask. I should have taken her up on it. I don't think I did. So, what do you want I think to know? I was all smitten at the yeah. time. I don't Still want to hear am. anything bad. Yeah. Uh, but since then, like, I, I made a conscious decision to not replace her. Like, they don't call me mom either. They yeah. call me Joan. And, like, I, I was always a special, important person in their life, I think. And, and you know, we have a great relationship, but I would never replace their mom no. because she's a strong and dynamic, independent woman and a great mother. So, you know, I, all I can do is just support her. So she yeah. definitely leads the charge. But those kids are older now. So it's a different relationship. Like, I have my own relationship with them independent of my husband and independent of their mom. Okay. And that's something, you know, that took a long time to get to. But I think that's that's the goal. And so now you guys own a business together. So, Julia, yes. how did that come about? <laughs> oh, sorry, Courtney. Um, well, it was kind of this strange whatever you want to call it, how, how things kind of just happen. But we were actually on vacation together, if you can believe yes. it. And Courtney was just coming off of maternity leave from yes. another sales position that she was working in. And you were saying that you didn't want to go back. Yeah, I didn't want to go back, but I still wanted to do something. And I know that I knew that Julia and Mike had this company, but um, they we couldn't needed... run it because we both have other full-time jobs. So we were yeah. kind of joking that this relationship, I mean, we have two choices. We can either get married, like her and I, or we can become business partners. And probably business partners is easier. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, so, and with my sales background and everything yeah. like that, um, I decided to join forces with them. And uh, now we're 50-50 in the company. So, But that also took a lot of meetings and a lot of conscious talk because you get to this position where you're friends and you're essentially family and now you're going to infuse a business into it mm-hmm. you better know which what is you're the doing. end of a lot of exactly. friendships oh yeah and even mm-hmm. family have split up yeah. from you know businesses and so stuff we like had that. a lot of talks for sure yeah so interesting yeah. we're mm-hmm. going to take a break we're going to talk about being a stepmom right here on global news radio 640 toronto the dating and relationship show we'll be back now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're tuned in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We're talking about blended families today and being a stepmom with Joan Kelly Walker from the Real Housewives of Toronto. Also, Thank you. Courtney and Julia here. They're both business partners and they are both in a blended family. And they're talking to us today about overcoming the challenges of being in one. Mm-hmm. And I'm Laura Bellotta, your host. <laughs> so I want to talk about being a stepmom now. So how do you compromise on important issues that have to do with the kids, ladies? We A lot of communication. A lot of communication. Um, Julie and I have gotten to the point where a lot of logistical things will just go to each other instead of, 
you know, going with my um, with my husband and everything like that. She's um, more responsive. <laughs> well, the women tend to take care of the scheduling a little but, bit and more. And your husband must love that. It's good for him. He's fine with it, trust yeah, me. He yeah, he must be over the moon that you guys get along. That's just great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, go on. No, it's just uh, we just talk, and if there's something that comes up, you know, for example, Easter weekend is coming up, and we're trying to jockey who gets the kids when and all that sort of stuff, and it's compromising. It's like, okay, I'm going to take them in the morning, and then you get them in the afternoon, or, you know, it's uh, yeah. even though it's maybe on the schedule one person's weekend with the kids, we understand that we both want to see them that weekend, so that's how we do and it. And I think it's important to note, too, that it's very healthy for the kids, when everybody gets along. Yes. I know of a s- specific situation, and I've, I've heard of more than just one, but this particular one where the ex-wife is not allowed to talk to the husband because a new girlfriend doesn't allow oh, it. And it just it's horrible for the children because there's all this animosity, and now you know the two parents can't be friends and they can't co-parent properly. Can now, I just say something? Yes, that, please though. say something. If yeah. she realized how much easier life would be for her, she's just jealous. Exactly, but insecure. She, insecure. Very More insecure. Jealous, right. Yeah. Both. But if she realized that, you know, like for example, again in one of our videos, we talk about hate. You know, hate and and that negativity, it consumes you. It's so much easier, and, and it causes so much, disease in your body. Yeah, mm. it's so much. You so know, unhealthy. It's so unhealthy. Just so to, 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 to love and to like and just to try to let things go. I mean, it's just the easier way to be. She's causing more stress for herself, I'm telling you. And Joan, what was your experience like being a stepmom or is? Because you a still are a stepmom. Is, you know, I at first because I had never been a mom myself, so I didn't really know what to do like to jump in all of a sudden you've got like a, a three and five year old and four you know and then all like the every stage i had never done before so once you've had your own kids i think it might be easier to be a stepmom and i think it's easier because they were younger too i think it's easier to be a stepmom or a stepdad when the kids are younger definitely yeah as It'd be a really be a hard easier when they're teenagers. That would be really challenging, I think. Because they would have a little bit of attitude Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine were young, the kids. too, like yeah, when I came into their life. Yeah, because yeah. the kids were also around three and five. Yeah, I think the challenge comes for a step-parent when you're getting together with another person who has, like, for example, my husband had two kids that brought into our marriage, so we have a blended family. And what I found the biggest challenge to be is when your parenting styles don't necessarily mix. Where do you step in? Where do you step out? Where do you let somebody take the lead? And that can cause a lot of friction. I think, in, as we were saying in one of our videos, normal families have a 50% divorce rate. Blended families have something like a 75% divorce rate. Mm. And a lot of times it is because of parenting styles. Um, you know, one person will let them eat sugary cereals, the other person won't. Well, what do you do? Do you let two eat that and two not to eat that? It's It can be a real conflict. Not that sugary cereals are the issue. I'm just throwing that out there. That's a good example, though. <laughs> yeah. And I'd probably be the type of stepmom that even though I should keep my mouth shut, I probably wouldn't. Mm. <laughs> I'd be like, why are you letting them do that? Don't let them do that. I would take the role on as a mother anyways, I have had that challenge. Children. I've had that challenge. Um, but what I have learned is that I'm not the mom. I'm the stepmom. And making that realization, it, in a sense, you know, for myself, it, it made me understand the expectations that come with that role. Um, and, you know, there's 
there's a lot of things that you kind of just have to let go to. And, you know, you, you they're, they're, they're Julia's kids and they're my husband's kids. And I play an important role in their life, but I am not their mom. And that was, you know, that was a, a realization that I came to because I tried really hard in the beginning, like you, Joan. I'd never had kids mm-hmm. before. So what were some of the challenges that you faced then? Um... Well, I overcompensated, actually. I, I was naive when I got into this. I thought, you know what, I like kids, you know, but it, it changed every aspect of my life. And um, I was trying so hard, um, almost to prove to everybody that I could do it, because everyone I spoke to was like, oh, there's kids involved, you know, oh, I don't know. And I'm just like, I can do this, right? So I almost overcompensated, and it, it wasn't right, because I was almo- almost pushing my interests and lives away to accommodate these children and the new life that I was in. But then I was just like, hold on a minute, I'm starting to lose a part of myself here. So I got back to me a little bit and started to do more of the things I like to do again and also put up those um, boundaries to say, no, this is where it stops for me. They've got a mom, they've got a dad. Good point. Yeah. So that was an important lesson for me. I think that's what would be challenging for me is to have to change my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I want to go to the gym at this time, but I can't now because of yeah. this, or I can't do that because of this. And, exactly. you know, the kids are in the basement and they're driving me crazy, or they've got their friends over. I don't want all these yeah. kids over. That you would don't, be... if you go to that place of resentment, though, <laughs> that's really bad. No, but I, you've yeah. got to protect yourself. And it's a great example when you are being true to yourself that any child can see that, whether right. it's a stepkid or your real kid or whoever, a niece, nephew, leading by example, I think is, is a great way to parent yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not in the situation, never have been, but those are the things that I think yeah. that come to mind that would yeah. upset me. But I think I'd get over it though. Especially if you want to be with like if I wanted to be with their dad, I would get over that and I would learn to live with it and yeah. you know, cuz I do like kids, so genuinely. Yeah. 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 And it's important too to have like as a stepmom, I think it's so important to have your own time. I call it, you know, your self-care. I just have found that is so important for me as a stepmom because resent happens. Like, you know, I it, whoever you are, it, it's it's an emotion that we we can have. So for me, the way I have found to not have that so much is to go and do the things I like to do, to make that time, carve out that me time that I just need to like, you know, get back to grounding myself again. And then I'm refreshed mm-hmm. and I can, you know, be the, the stepmom I want to be after I've had that. Well, and to that point with me as well, because I've got the blended family and I've got the stepchildren, my children, I have to make sure that I spend one-on-one time with my kids as well so yeah it's, it's tough. we're talking about blended families today and being a stepmom on the dating and relationship show don't go anywhere we'll be back you're listening to the dating and relationship show with laura bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Everyone, welcome back to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We are here today. My my name, by the way, I should start with that, is Joan <laughs> Kelly Walker. This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta, and I'm co-hosting for today. We have here in studio with us Courtney and Julia, who are business partners, both in a blended family, and one is married to the other's ex. And they're here today to talk about how they make this family dynamic work which is awesome <laughs> yes because in a lot of cases it doesn't work so so yes. we're Welcome. talking about yes we're talking about being a mom or a stepmom and blended families and I just want to ask you ladies do you ever get jealous of each other <laughs> honesty now I want to hear the honest truth you know what it's 
I wouldn't say we're jealous of each other. I think initially when the whole thing started, I would say I was jealous of their dynamic, if that if we're going to be really honest. And that's because for the first little while I was single, I was, you know, dating here and there, but I didn't have anything really permanent, nothing concrete. My husband, I met him later. Um, so the things that would make me kind of... I hate the word jealous because it's such a negative connotation, but things that would make me kind of think twice would be, you know, when you see them having this kind of natural family and this bond and you see the kids bonding to somebody else's, you know, to, to another woman and, and spending Christmases and all that kind of stuff together, you see them as a family um, and you kind of feel like, well, I, I had that and I kind of want that. And that's not necessarily jealous of Courtney per se, but jealous of the dynamic. And one story in particular that we were talking about is one time my daughter, who was really young, she was about five, and she was drawing this picture, and she drew this picture of this family, and there was a a dad and a mom and two kids. And I said, oh, honey, that's so pretty. Is that me? And she says, oh, no, mommy, that's not, that's my other family. You don't belong to this (gasps) family. She's five. She didn't mean anything by it. She just meant to say, and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So those those are the things that would get to me more than anything else. Yeah. Now, do you think uh, do you think that your ex husband is more suited for her, or she's more suited for your ex husband? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know what, I. I really like my ex-husband. I like him as a friend. And of one of the course, things I said, tell, right? oh, no question. And what I said is, I get to keep the best part of him. I get to keep his friendship. I get to keep his sense of humor. I get to keep a lot of really good things that attracted me to him in the first place. And I don't have to deal with the things that pulled us apart that we didn't have, you know, that didn't make our marriage work. I don't need to deal with those things. They're, well, they're Courtney's issues now. <laughs> but so I get to keep the best part of my ex-husband in some weird way. Um, and, you know, they have a great relationship. And that's great for my kids to see as well, that sometimes things don't work out, but they work out in the long run if you really put the effort. And, you know, if you put the time into it, they're, it's And how great. do your husbands get along? Great. Yeah. I mean, did you not watch the Christmas video? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> they all get along. <laughs> or was that just for video? No, 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 it's all legit. That was our seventh or eighth Christmas. Um, we do it every year. And my husband's ex-wife was there, too. We I, I saw that. Go. I was like, God, this is a uh, <laughs> weird. <laughs> but no, it's all good. I'm, well, I'm, you know what? It, it is weird. Like, there's no question about it. It's not what everybody is doing. But... It's great because your stepkids get both of their parents there for Christmas morning, and why shouldn't they? You know what I mean? And your kids, and we all get it. We all want to watch our kids open their gifts. Um, And the smile on their face and the the happiness that's just oozing out of them because everybody's together, they deserve that. That's what the kids deserve. They never have to choose. They never are put in a position where they have to choose, you know, who they're going to do their birthdays with or Christmases with or any big momentous occasion. So what mm-hmm. advice would you give to a new stepmom trying to connect with the the children? Um, well, the way that I did it was, um, and we've talked about this before. Many times. But I just worried about my relationship with those kids. I wasn't so worried about stepping on the toes of Julia because... You know, at the end of the day, my relationship, my, my, I was making those kids the a huge part of my life and I wanted to do everything I could for them. And I guess just being genuine that way, um, they could see that I cared about them. And, you know, I guess that eventually showed to you as well. Joan, how did you do it? 
I think developing trust with kids. Okay, let me ask it on air. Okay. Okay, Joan, how did you develop trust with the children? Well, I think developing trust with kids is, it, it takes time. It takes a lot of energy and a lot of effort. And you have to be genuine. Like you can't, there's no competition. When they're young, it's all about them and it's all about their needs. And it's all about just raising them the way that you would raise your own kids. Now, That's what, if, what you have to do. And now what if they say something that you think is wrong, like they swear and they're constantly swearing? Would you correct them? Absolutely. Is that the right thing to do? No Absolutely. Even though when they're new... In the family dynamic, it's like, well, and, and they could turn to you and go, who are you? Why yeah. are you telling me well, what you know to the, do? Well, you know, another example might be we had one where, uh, you know, we had a nanny and uh, one kid would say, you know, sit, just turn around and, and get the nanny to do stuff. And I would be more like, why don't you do it? Like, why are you asking her to do it when that's something you're perfectly capable of and you're standing right beside each other? Like that to me was, was a point that nobody else really seem to care about but me so I would just sort of explain it and make my point and then you know have to walk away if it wasn't taken up on mm-hmm. you know if nobody also saw it as a point now was this how about like when you were dad's just fun girlfriend or were you ever dad's just fun girlfriend uh no I kind of met them really early so okay I, they, oh, that's right yeah that's right, and they yeah. grew up with me like we yeah. uh, we've been married for so long that I, you know, this is just the way it's always been for them. So, you know, we're the constant in their life. And I, you know, I'm, I'm happy about that. Ladies, what's the best way to work this out with your partner? How do you develop your new parenting strategy as a team? I just think there's got to be so much dialogue. I think we all go into new relationships somewhat naive. I mean, I did. I had two kids and a divorce, and I was still naive about my new relationship with my husband because I thought, oh, he has kids. I've got kids. How, how can it not work? It's perfect. And then you realize that there's so many differences that the dad is not biological or I'm not the biological mom, so there's so many differences in the parenting styles and just the way you know that we would communicate and the biggest thing for us was to make sure that anything that happened that we weren't 100% on board with with one another is we talked about it and we talked it out of earshot of the kids we never made it in front of the children or about the children even when it was about the children you know you get into fights about the kids you do and when you're a blended family you get into more fights about the kids because it's just such a different dynamic um but we always made sure that we kind of took it outside of their earshot and we talked it through and we didn't always agree and sometimes we had to walk away agreeing to disagree uh but you just keep that dialogue open and you have to make sure that when you're in a second marriage, for me anyway, um, the partner is so important because I think it was your, your sister had said it best, the kids aren't going to keep you together in a second marriage. Very important. Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying this. You know, yeah. the kids are not going to be the thing that binds you together. If anything, they pull you apart. So you got to keep it together for the two So of there you. has to be mutual respect between the two partners at mm-hmm. all times. Yeah. yeah. And you got to know when to step back and you got to just let them know. You got to know when to let them take the lead and they have to have that respect for you as well. We're talking about blended families on the Dating and Relationship Show. When we come back, we're talking about managing family time and children's struggles. Stay with us. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. 
We're talking about blended families and being a stepmom today on the Dating and Relationship Show. Thank you, ladies. Courtney and Julia, they're both business partners and both in a blended family for joining us here today. And Joan Kelly Walker from the Real Housewives of Toronto, also the face of the Joan Kelly Walker collection available at walmart.ca. Now I want to talk about managing your family time. All right. So how do you manage hectic schedules? Because I'm sure with all these kids in the mix the schedules must get very hectic and just making sure that everybody's happy and spending enough time together. Who wants to answer this? Julia? Well, I mean, a lot of times we'll let the kids take the lead on certain things. Um, Like I said, we never keep them from the other parent, whether they want to call them or they just want to go over there for a bike ride or have dinner or whatever the case may be. on the other hand as well, we never make we make sure not to keep each other away from the kids. So even though we have a schedule, we're not that rigid. I'll have um, a call from my ex-husband and he'll say, you know what, I haven't seen the kids all weekend. I really miss them. Do you mind if I take them for a snack after school? Um, you know, I know it's technically your day. No problem. You pick them up after school and take them for, you know, Tim's or whatever, you know, whatever the and snack And why would the there is. be a problem with that? Well, you know, Some people, people do. feel possessive. Yeah. yeah. Some really, people eh? like people nope, measure it down to the the you know ten yeah. minute block. Oh yeah, really? Eh? Yeah. But the nice thing too about our situation is that there's four of us, right? And then there's also Julia's husband's ex wife who. If we need to, we can call because a lot of our kids are in the same activities. Yeah, like this weekend, you yep. called my husband's ex-wife. We weren't even in the picture, yeah. but they needed some help to drive them to an activity, and my stepdaughter was going to, so they just called her. She came, picked them up, and away they went. Do you guys right? ever have That's dinners beautiful. together? Yeah. yeah, that is nice. Yeah. Do you yeah. guys ever have dinners together? Yeah. yeah. We but- celebrated my... Oh God! Even I'm getting confused. My husband's, <laughs> my husband's ex-wife's birthday at Courtney's house, and yes. Courtney is my ex-husband's new wife. So my yeah. So if confusing had, people, Julia. I know. I how I, long did it take you diagram. guys to do that video on YouTube? Which one? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> the one where you're explaining everything. You need uh, a chart. You do. Yeah. Need a chart. You do. You we really need, need a graph. Stick figurines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so the other day I ran into my husband's ex-wife's ex-husband's <laughs> current wife. <laughs> and we had the loveliest chat. <laughs> and then just today I ran into, well, I ran into her husband, who was my husband's ex-wife's ex-husband. How crazy is that? Uh-huh. Yeah. I love yeah, this conversation. But we all get along. So, okay. But I have to ask more about the kids, though. Like, when, like, this is all great because you've gone over big hurdles. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're standing there, like, facing the hurdles, how did, like, how did the kids get through all that? Do you, like, was it a, just a smooth, easy thing for them because you protected them? Or were there struggles for them? I would say the kids had struggles, even though we tried to do it as, I mean, no matter how you try and do this, you're still breaking apart a family, period, yeah. the end. So the kids had their struggles. And to this day, sometimes my you know, my kids joke that we should just all get a big compound and live together because it would just be that much easier. <laughs> I'm like, that's where I draw the line. Yeah. But, then you, but, then, yeah, but then you guys might uh, be having sex together or something. No, God, that would mm, no. not happen. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. You had to go there. Well, it's a relationship show. I have to talk about everything. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> No, but for me, what I did is I just listened to the kids. I don't try to mitigate their feelings. I don't try and say things, oh, but, you know, if they're upset, I don't say, oh, but you have two rooms with twice as many toys and things are so great. You don't mitigate their feelings. You say, yeah, you know what? I can see this kind of sucks for you right now and you miss your dad or you miss your mom. 
and you just listen to what they have to say. And a lot of times they'll work through it if you let them talk. But if you constantly, I found, if you're cutting them off and saying, oh, but you know, but look at yeah, the positive You have to go side. there, yeah. You know, just because I don't want to hear them upset and it makes me upset because realistically they're upset because we put them in this position. The same time, you have to let them talk it out and you have to let them tell you that this kind of sucks for them sometimes. So. so how can you help your children adjust to this new family routine? Well, we've done a lot of things together, like the birthdays and all of that together, just to help them you know, know that their life is still cohesive in, in certain ways. And, and don't keep them from the other parent. Yeah. You just don't. Whether it means a phone call because maybe someone's far away. In our situation, we're close by, so that makes it easier. Mm-hmm. But you just don't make it about you. You make it about them and what their needs are. And that doesn't always drive with your needs. And what if there's a conflict between the kids? Like you've got three 13-year-olds mm-hmm. in your family, <laughs> which is a lot of 13-year-olds. What if, what if yeah, there's something between many. the two of them they don't... They have this time where they really like each other and they have times where they hate each other and you have to deal with them. For me, it's hard because if my son's upset, I still have to make sure that I treat the situation equally and evenly because even though I'm the biological parent and I want to protect him, I have to also see that, frankly, sometimes he's the instigator right Um, and that that's tough. But you know what? They get along like kids get along. They don't all like each other and they shouldn't be expected to like each other just because they're put into the situation Hmm. we need to take a break we'll be right back on the dating and relationship show don't go anywhere we're going to be talking about healthy co-parenting you're listening to the dating and relationship show with laura bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We are talking about blended families today and being a stepmom and healthy co-parenting now. We're going to talk about that on the Dating and Relationship Show with Courtney and Julia. They are business partners. They own a company called Marisol's Shoes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Footwear and accessories. Footwear. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> they brought me a pair. They brought Joan Kelly yes, Walker. Yes, I'm she's my so excited. Today. They're yeah. my summer shoes. She's I'm looked sleep at hers. In them. I haven't seen mine yet. <laughs> Um, And Joan is the face of the brand Joan Kelly Walker Collection, available at walmart.ca. And we're talking, uh, yeah, about blended families. So I want to, Courtney, have a question for you. Yes. How naive were you getting into a relationship with someone with kids? Very naive. Very? Extremely naive. What were you thinking? I was thinking, uh, well, first of all, you know, I was in love. I was smitten. And that fills your brain. um, And everything else was okay. Um, Did you guys move in quickly? Um, relatively. Like relatively. what? Six months. Yeah, about that. Okay. Yeah. So it was. Would you um, advise that? For no. Any, no. <laughs> Why not? Laura, would you advise that? Well, uh, you know what? I've seen. I, I can't. I can't say either or because yeah. I've seen relationships where they've moved in quickly and they've been together for twenty years, right. and then I've seen people who have moved in quickly and they've killed each other. But yeah. when you add kids into it, I really think it's no, good that's to different. wait. Oh, yeah. I think oh, that's whole. right. So yeah. yeah, yes, you're right. When there's kids involved, I think you should wait for yes. sure. Yeah. No, I think um, it was fast and. Um, Again, it was just there was so much coming at me because he had this very, you know, uh, friendly relationship with his ex-wife, which made me feel insecure. Um, And then it was like instant mom as well. And it was just so much. And I was... What's it like being instant mom? Um... 
I, again, you know, I just tried the best I could and I put everything else aside to take care of these kids. So I was like, you know, canceling business meetings. I was, um, you know, picking them up at the bus. I was just turning my life upside down, basically, just to like become this mom. That's the way I did it. It's not the way everybody does it, but that's just, that was kind of my coping mechanism just to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this like, you know, a thousand percent. And did your husband support that? Did he think, yeah, you're doing the right thing? Or did he say, you know, you don't need to do that? Like how, where was his support in that? Because he's, you know, he's the dad too. He needs to take on half of it at least. And that's kind of where I said, um, I got to the point where I put up those boundaries to say, no, wait a minute. This is, this is, I'm, I'm okay to do this, but my work is just as important, right? So I'm not going to cancel. But that was just coming from a place of having to prove almost to myself that I could mm-hmm. do this. But was he asking I you understand. to do these things or was it He wasn't asking me to do it. Because you felt well, sometimes like you wanted he would ask to me. or needed to. Yeah, sometimes he would ask me to. Um, but then it was funny because kind of once I did it, it, it was almost expected and that sort of stuff. So again, that's where, you know, we have to set those limitations and those boundaries to say, nope, not going to do that. And, you know, this is still a certain way that I need to live. And it's just a lot. It was just so much coming at me. And it was new for him too. You know, he wanted to make sure that this person was okay with having kids and that lifestyle and everything. So it was a lot of adjustment for everybody. Um, But yeah, I was really naive getting into it all. Was there, sorry, I just have to ask, was there ever a point you thought like, okay, this is too much. I'm not doing this. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I had a few of those, you know, as time went on. Um, and I was just like, I just don't know if this is what I want. And right? why did you change your mind? Why did I change my mind? Um, again, it was just a little bit more of communication with him and saying, you know, I'm not okay with this. And then we would talk about it and we would fix whatever was bothering me or, you know, just sometimes I would make, you know, assumptions in my head that weren't true or whatever. So just a lot of communication and a lot of just navigating as things would come up, we would navigate the waters as they would come up. Right. Um, you know, and for example, like he had so much communication with Julia, who's his ex-wife. And sometimes we'd be like in bed, lying in bed, and it'd be 11 o'clock and a text would come in from her. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> and it's not, I love you. I want to get back together with you. It's who's picking up, you know, so-and-so from whatever tomorrow. Or- but again, that's boundaries. Exactly. That needed to be set. Exactly. And I didn't know he was checking at 11 a.m. or 11 p.m. I just thought... No. It's not. <laughs> but it's, and you know what? And he, I know, he was probably thinking, I'm not doing anything wrong. No. So what's the big yeah, deal? Exactly. And, and, yeah. and that's what happens most of the time. But it's just asking the new person coming in. It's asking a lot of them, right? Yeah. Um. So we had to kind of set some rules, some ground rules. And Julia, this question's for you. What, did, what does healthy co-parenting look like? I think healthy co-parenting means putting your stuff down. I think healthy co-parenting is about the kids and people pay so much lip service to it's the kids, we put the kids first and then all of a sudden you feel angry about something and you're, you know, upset about something that your ex-husband said or did or whatever the case may be and co-parenting goes out the window because now you just want to get at them and you want to say something, you want to dig and healthy relationships mean putting that stuff away. It can't be top priority if your kids are going to be top priority. And last Mm -hmm. question, does anybody have any advice for what uh, to give to exes learning to co-parent together? A lot of wine. (laughs) (laughs) You're not the first person that has said that on the show. A lot of morning mimosas at Christmas, that's for sure. Yes. (laughs) 
I don't like mimosas. Joan? I don't like mimosas either. No, oh, I do. No. Yeah. Forget the, the orange mimosas. juice. The Go orange. for the, the Caesars. Caesars. Oh, yeah. oh the I Caesars. like the morning Caesar yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's good too. I think self-love really plays a factor in this. You've got to look after yourself and protect yourself. You have to have your boundaries. Mm-hmm. You have to communicate, as you said, Courtney. But through the whole thing, I think everybody's got to be looking at the kids and focusing entirely on the kids with clear communication without anger, mm-hmm. which is like pie in the sky. And don't get married to a hothead and have a lot of patience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to throw in my two cents all right that's all the time we have for today thank you so much and tuning in everybody and thank you joan courtney and julia for being here to share their experiences with uh, and knowledge when it comes to co-parenting and being or dealing with a blended family on a daily basis and so ladies where can we find you this is julia and courtney well find you we have um a youtube channel picket fence family so if you want to see some crazy shenanigans and videos that we tend to post um that'll be there and then marisol's footwear and accessories um we've got our instagram pages marisol's uh fna um and we also have our picket fence family instagram page as well um and as julia said the youtube videos we keep sharing our lives on there for you to see joan where can we find you on Instagram, it's Joan KWW or the Joan Kelly Walker Collection or on my website, which is JoanKellyWalker.com. And April 10th, I'm hosting another Italian cooking class at the Depreneur Kitchen. This is It's a popular event. It's a lot of fun, and you can learn how to cook and meet new people. Check me out. Not check me out. Well, you can check me out. <laughs> Check me out at Laura underscore Velada on Instagram. And also you can check out the dating and relationship show on Instagram or check out singleinthecity.ca for upcoming events. Thank you everybody for tuning in until next week for our pop culture edition. Ciao for now.